Well, this is a very, very big goal, and it's going to take a, a lot of energy. My next guest plans on rollerblading around the world in a number of days to help save the bees. So let's find out exactly how Zach Chobot is planning to do this. Zach is a Guinness World Record holder. He lives in Whistler, and he is on the line with us now. Thank you so much, and good morning to you. Hello, good morning. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, this is a pretty exciting thing you're doing. How did you come up with this idea to rollerblade this distance to help save the bees? All right, well, it it all actually started when I moved to Whistler. I met this awesome group of people that really changed my life and inspired me to care about the environment and, and, and like the world we live in and how it's changing. And they also kind of exposed me to crazy adventure. So I wanted to put the two together. And I've always been a pretty, my weird flex is that I'm a pretty good rollerblader. So I was like, oh, I should inline skate across Canada. And then, so I inline skated across Canada uh, in 2021. And, and it was super successful. So I thought I should take this to another level. <laughs> so you weren't tired of rollerblading after, what was it, 91 days to, to go across the country? Yeah, 91 days, a little over 10,000 kilometers. Surprisingly not. I remember getting to the end and everyone just was like surrounding me saying, you must be so tired. Do you want to throw those rollerblades in the ocean? And just kind of saying, I I actually feel pretty good right now. I I could keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's great. Did you have any issues, strains or sore muscles, wheels that had to be replaced? Was it how was what were the big challenges? Um, Yeah, so I was lucky enough that. Uh, I, I had a support van and I had my, my sister, Rachel, she deserves all the praise. The, she was kind of, she was driving me across, like she, she would support me across the country as I skated. Um, the biggest thing, I, I ended up in the hospital in a little town called Wetaskiwin in Alberta. The, they sell cheap cars there. That's their slogan. And the, the doctors were awesome and they kind of like literally and figuratively got me off my feet and sent me back on the road. And then, yeah, uh, you, you mentioned the wheels. It costs about like $3,000 in wheels, about 60, 60-ish wheels to get across the country. Huh. And, pretty epic. And uh, that, that's a lot of wheels for rollerblades. How did you pick the route and make sure that you were rollerblading and safely making your way across Canada? Uh, we had specific like points across the country of cities that we knew we wanted to hit. Um, uh, like based on our sponsors and, the, and our partnerships along the way. But then, to be honest, just because uh, it went, back in 2021, we wanted to be safe because of COVID as well. Mm-hmm. So we just, every, like, honestly, it, it's kind of hilarious to think about, but every night my, my sister and I would, like, go on Google Maps and say, okay, we're headed there, let's take this way, because, and it was just so funny, and we got pretty lucky. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. Definitely. So you, you finished up, as, as you do, 91 days, more than 10,000 kilometers. Uh, you still had energy mm-hmm. to keep going. So how do you even start with uh, circumnavigating the globe on uh, inline skates? I think I, I saw that if you do this, you're going to be the first person to, to do that on uh, inline skates. How do you even begin and, and map out a route? Oh, that's a great question. And there's still a lot of logistics and other sort of factors to figure out and where we have like an awesome group of people helping and working on that. Um, but I guess it's with these lofty, huge, crazy goals and it could be like really relative to like skating across the world or biking or like any big adventure, starting a business. I think the important thing is just to, just to start. And that's the hardest thing because if you try to take on it all at once, it seems like this crazy, impossible, lofty goal that 
is impossible, but it, it, it can happen. You just kind of got to start. So for me, it was just like getting an awesome group of people together and then kind of uh, getting everyone to do like specific jobs and then, and then working from there. And then we all just kind of collectively work together. Do you have to skate across Canada again then as part of going around the world or can you count the time that you've already done it? Oh, I wish I could say I could count the time, but I, I, got, I got to do it again. And I think I might go in the States a bit. I think mm. uh, the route is through North America. going to start in Vancouver, going to kind of diagonally go across North America and then finish the world. And then eventually I'm going to come back to Alaska and then come down through B.C. So it's kind of a it's kind of an ode to a lot of the cyclist records um, just because it is this crazy rare opportunity to, be, to have like a world's first as well. I feel like every every world first has, has already happened. So I have this like crazy unique opportunity and I want to do it the right way. Right. Although you realize you just yeah. said uh, diagonal across North America, finish the world, then come back. That, that finish the world part is probably going to take a while. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're thinking of, it's going to take about anywhere from eight to eight months to a year. And that's if I'm like going really efficiently without any, without any, without any major problems, but you never, you never know. So I guess we're just going to have to be a little versatile and open. But yeah, we're hoping it's going to take a, about a year, Max. Hmm. So you've carved, I was, that was, was going to be my next question. How long do you have to do this? So you've carved out a year to, for, starting in April to get this done. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of works with uh, the amount of kilometers I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to attempt to skate every day. That kind of works weather-wise and it being in the northern and southern hemisphere. There's a lot of factors to think of. So it's kind of hilariously awesome. Um, but yeah, so April is kind of the best time for us to start. And is your sister going to be with you as your support team on this adventure as well? I'm really trying to convince her to. She was such a big help on the last one. Um, I, I, there's, I have this little sense of guilt asking people to, to, to take like big chunks of their life just to, just to help me do this like lofty, amazing goal. But I guess we are helping the bees and, 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 and like we're creating platforms and doing this awesome stuff. So I hope she'll come. She she just got back from Australia, so we'll see we'll see where her life is next April. <laughs> and and talk a bit more if you can about why you chose bees and to really focus on saving bees. Yeah, uh, I actually never loved bees. Everyone assumes that I was this crazy beekeeper kid growing up, and I am very quickly becoming a crazy bee person. I don't have any. Um, like bee, like honeybees at home. Like I, I don't, I'm not a beekeeper myself, but I think the more you learn about something, the more you care about it. And it, it, that totally like worked for me. Like uh, I learned about the bees um, through someone was like, oh, you should call it blading for bees. This is like three years ago now. Um, and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And I was like, wow, bees are actually really important. Uh, <laughs> and, and they're cute and they're fuzzy. Everybody loves them. So the, I guess, yeah, the bees are a great mascot for the environment if they help if we help the bees we kind of help everything so it kind of they're like a really awesome uh example of how we're all connected too which i think is really important because yeah there's a lot of people in the world that are dealing with other issues so it's important that we all kind of help each other out i think that's a really cool cool message um and yeah and they're so important for our food for like our culture and, and not only the honeybees i think everyone when people try to save the bees, everybody just, everybody just assumes we're just talking about honeybees. But the honeybee actually came from Europe. So a lot of people don't know that honeybees aren't even native to North America. So a big um, a big thing that bee uh, people who are, who are trying to save the bees, we, we try to say that, like we try to help the native bees as well. It's because there's over 20,000 species, not just one species of honeybee. 
How can people learn more about your journey and uh, potentially follow along? Yeah, so if you can follow at Blading for Bees on literally every social media. Um, we're, yeah, we're, we're everywhere and we're, we're, we're always posting about like updates and our journeys. If people want to learn more about the bees, you can also go to a website or you can go one of our sponsorship, uh, one of our partnership NGOs and charities is called the Pollinator Partnership. So if you go there, there's like really awesome specific data. There are friends at the Pollinator Partnership. Um, but yeah, at bladingforbees.com too. Uh, we're, we're all over the internet or you can look me up too, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear from you again before uh, you set off uh, on this journey. But thanks so much for being with us today. That would be wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, hope you have an awesome day. You too. That is Zach Chobot, a Guinness World Record holder from Whistler. And he is going to attempt to inline skate around the world, raising awareness for bees and trying to save the bees.